Welcome to the Further North Podcast, your weekly dose of the North Melbourne Footy Club. My name is Josh and this is a fan-run podcast doing match previews, reviews and everything North. Let's get it started. North Melbourne is 2-0 and zero at the start of an AFL season. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We've got Royalty once again back on the podcast. Um, admin 3, yep, I believe, admin three. from uh, North Melbourne, closer to a flag. Do you prefer Admin 3 or do you prefer your actual name? Oh, look, you can call me Rashan for this one. But, um, Just this once? Yeah, if you do see Admin 3 up on the uh, the page, you'll know exactly you who know it is. You know exactly who yeah. it is. Unbelievable. How are you feeling after the uh, after the game? Oh, look, my head's hurting a little bit. Um, and uh, <laughs> look, i got to say that was a very stressful um, yeah. last couple of minutes. They can't keep doing this to us. No. Uh, look, as good as a win is. As good um, as a win is, yeah. I, I don't want to do this all year. Oh, goodness. Yeah. If you, guys, get your fitness arm and play four quarters, please. Because if yeah. you can just do a 25-point win, it'd be nice. 35 against the Eagles. If we can stick to that. So much better. I just don't want to age 20 years in like a quarter. I said this last night to the person I was with and I was like, I'm going to go grey if the season keeps going like this. Yeah. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's stressful. But at the same time, two and zero, you can't complain. Two and zero. Do you reckon uh, Caro or Kane Corns will give us a little bit more credit? Oh, probably I'm not, not optimistic. Probably not. <laughs> not optimistic <laughs> at all. Unbelievable. Look, I'm still not over last night, uh, last night's win. Um, I was genuinely trembling after the game. And I said to you just before, I I can't believe how much I care. Yeah. I guess yeah. the last, ugh, it sounds bad, but like the last couple of years, obviously been a little bit more distant or, you know, I kind of knew we were going to lose nearly every single week. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And after that game, the Eagles, but but the Fremantle one more so, it reminded me how much I care about North Melbourne and want them oh, to win. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It got to the point. So like I was telling you before the pod. Mm. So my mum and I are massive North fans. And um, so I was home last night and we were watching the game. Last year and the year before, she'd kind of watch and she wouldn't, she couldn't bear to watch in previous years. And then the last couple of years she'd watch because she knew we were going to lose. Mm. And then last night it was back. She's like, nah. I'm, <laughs> she went upstairs and I'm like, all right. I spoke, told my dad, I was like, all right, looks like we're, we were, looks like we're okay now. <laughs> Are we a good football team? This Jeez. is crazy. Oh uh, yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, a lot of shouting, a lot of um, yeah. yeah. Animation in front of the TV, but yeah, very happy by the end of it. Well, before we get into everything, uh, what we're going to do this episode is we're going to obviously review all the game. We're going to do the positives and negatives. Um, we're going to talk about the team lineup. Uh, we're going to do the Sean Atley Club champ. That's very exciting. Heaps of you guys uh, wrote in with questions. So we're going to answer all the questions. And a bunch of people left me some lovely five-star reviews on Apple. So we're going to read those out. But before we get into all of that, West Coast, Marvel Stadium, round one, Bay yes. 29. I unfortunately couldn't go because of work. Oh, but you tell me out. all about it. I um, did hear, I heard some things. Yeah, so first off to everyone who came down to Bay 29, thank you very much. It was an incredible atmosphere. So we actually managed to sell out the entire bay. So we had three, awesome. about 320 tickets, got all of them out. So it was a phenomenal atmosphere. I'm sure all 
everyone saw, whether it was on our page or on Marmalade, who shout out to them. Mm. Absolutely fantastic with their um, ice bath protests, which you may have seen on Fox footy or doing the rounds in seven AFL. A couple um, of little uh, wish versions of Jason Horn Francis. In yeah, the crowd. a little bit. Yeah. Um, but honestly, so much fun. And uh, yeah, we will be doing it again for Good Friday. We're just waiting on confirmation uh, for the discount code and just some other finer details. But look, it will be going ahead. We'll give some more information after the Hawks game. So Brilliant. yeah. Keep Fantastic. Watch your space. It did look like a good time. Oh, it was a very good time. The toast signs uh, yep. ended up at a club. Um, yeah, I can't remember what <laughs> club it was. No. Um, if whoever it is has that sign and you were and you're listening to the pod, please tell us where you went because that's phenomenal. That is quality. Yes, I saw that doing the rounds. You get on a, on a Sunday morning, you're scrolling on your phone. Exactly, you see everyone yeah. posting their club photos, your classic fisheye club photo, and someone was holding the, uh, the wet toast flag. Uh, that was unreal. All right, all right, let's get into it. The first dot point I've got here, I just want to know how you're feeling. I know we talked about it a little bit just yeah. then, but genuinely like right now after the adrenaline of that game – has worn oh. off. How, how are you feeling? Um, generally, I'm buzzing, to be honest, and mm. very optimistic, really, um, compared to the previous two wins we had last year. I mean, the one against Richmond, we were actually pretty good. But we like were. West Coast, it was like- That was a disgusting that was game. Oh, we, we won because we were less bad than West Coast. <laughs> yes. Whereas now, yes. for the first time in a while, I'm looking at the club and I'm like- We're outplaying a team. Exactly. Yeah. We're genuinely playing well. I mean, it, we're yet to see how good West Coast will be this year, but Fremantle is a team that a lot of people are fancying. Mm. And um, I mean, of course, everyone talks about how hard the road trip is to Perth. To be able to play as well as we did, mm. um, sure, we may have faded away in that last little while, and that's something that's going to have to, um, well, Clarko's going to have to work on in terms of just late match fitness. Mm, yeah, for but sure. Being able to deliver that quality of football compared to where we were. That's true. Um, and the fact, I don't know, I see some people complaining on different pages and this is kind of my main gripe. It's like the fact that you're able to complain about an eight point lead against Freo away from home. Yes. Yeah. Shows how far we've come as a club. Ab- really. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I was sitting on the couch last night going, Oh, the lead's not enough. And the person I was with was like, but you're winning. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I've been hurt before. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. But no, they were hundred percent right. It's like, yeah, we are we are winning, and it's. I almost feel like it's ten years yeah. ago, and we're we're at the near the top of the ladder, and that's sort of exactly stuff again, right. You know? Yeah, wild. like compared to last year, where <laughs> I was I was happy, like I was celebrating, and we're, I'm like, oh, we're in this, and we're 45 points down at halftime. Yeah, if it was under 50, we were all like, all right, good effort yeah. from the boys. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, I think, looking yeah. back, looking back now, not good. Oh, we got within 10 goals of the 16th best team of the comp. We are massive. We're improving. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. What we're going to do first, we're going to go over the team lineup. So I've got the team lineup here. And uh, was there any surprise selections for you when the team was announced on the Thursday? Yes, there was uh, a little surprise um, in the name of Daniel Howe. Daniel Um, Howe, yeah, which I'm sure we'll get to. Yes, um, that was the main surprise over Will Phillips. Um, Absolutely. I would just really like to see Will get some minutes. Um, At first I was like, okay, you know, give him a chance um, with Daniel Howe. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, wasn't it for me? Um, in terms of that would be the only real yeah. big surprise for me because after Will came on as a sub against West Coast, I was genuinely, really, genuinely, really impressed by him. Yeah, um, yeah, so was I. Yeah, um, mm. I just really think he just needs he just needs more minutes, needs minutes. a bit more time on the field, even if he's just playing as a medical sub every week, like half a game or something yeah. under his belt, and then in a few weeks' time. 
Exactly right. Him on the park, like, yeah. He's good enough. So Absolutely. I'd like to see him go in more. Yeah. yeah, I guess the only other change was Aiden Core. Obviously Goldstein coming yes. in, but we don't need to talk about that. I mean, right. Goldie was really good on the yeah. night and, you know, probably should have played round one. But I think, 100%. you know, I explained that last week, in my opinion, everyone was coming in. Well, people are t- asking you all week why Goldie got dropped. And yeah. I was like, you can't drop someone in round one because they haven't played a game. Exactly and right. Yeah. Nick Nat wasn't playing, so we get a chance to give our second ruckman a crack. That's all it was to me. Exactly right. And yeah. Goldie's ageing and you want to know whether your number two ruck is good before Goldie retires. Yeah, before he goes and we're just yeah. stuck with some bean pole. <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, because yeah. then we know whether we need to go to the draft. And exactly. look, before his injury, X has done pretty decently. So yeah. yeah, I'd like to see more of him around the ground though, yeah, I guess. absolutely. But look, We'll see. Yeah, to be seen. Yeah. Um, Aiden Core was the only other one, I guess. I know I've had my gripes with Aiden Core. Yeah. Um, but I actually thought he was good. No, he's pretty um, solid. But yeah. yeah, you didn't have an issue with Core coming Not in? Not really, no. Cool. Okay. Well, look, that's basically all the team. Um, it's good that we're kind of picking consistent teams as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Other than last year, between chopping and changing and Jack Marnie and players like that oh, getting geez. a run and yep. you're like... Uh, well, uh, look, I, uh, I love you, Jack Marnie. Yeah, I know, know admins. I know the other two admins uh, do love him. I know we've got. We all love. We all yeah. love Jack Marnie. Yeah. How did he get number the number one? I do not know. <laughs> How did he get yeah. number one in his back? I mean, it goes with illustrious players like Hamish McIntosh. Um, <laughs> I loved Hamish McIntosh. <laughs> Big H. He loved the punt, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he did. He didn't did. He? he went down to the Cats. He did for a year. Yeah, That's right. Down yeah. to the Cats. Do you remember when Nathan Grimer played for the Bombers for his last? That's right. Yeah. yeah. I was talking to an Essendon fan at work a couple of days ago about all the top up players. That, oh, yeah. Uh, they of got. course. Yeah. Like the Essendon legend James Kelly and Paul Chapman. And yeah. Nathan Grimer. I can't remember who else there was. Oh, there was another person. I can't remember. Anyway, it was yeah. a fantastic chat. Just yeah, absolutely. About all that. Yeah. Um, all right. Positives and negatives time. I think last week – I did the negatives first last week and I felt like I brought the mood down. I wanted to end on the positives, but I don't know. I think we're going to start with positives this week and we've got a yeah. couple of little negatives, nothing too bad, but we'll get into the discussion points. So my first point here is the fast starts. Yes. I um, think uh, yeah, absolutely. very unusual. What do you think about? Um, yeah, the fast starts. Comp- again, I'm sort of going off compared to last year and just we how much to. we've improved. Mm. Um, yeah, absolutely loving it at the moment where – we're clean, composed yeah. off the off center clearances and also just happy to run and carry the footy as well. It's true. Like I was talking to one of my mates after the game and it's just good to not see us just hold up the footy at halfback and just hoik it 50 metres up to a big contest. Yeah, and it gets turned over and it's straight back over the head. Exactly right. Mm. We're doing some corridor running. We're actually doing some mm. overlap handballs. Some balls. link up, yep. Oh, link up is absolutely fantastic. And kicking on the lead, like I said before the round one yeah, yeah. Um, game, I'm like, if yes. I can just see us hit a mark on the lead yeah. and we're consistently like at least trying to do it. Absolutely. Even if we're not, it's like, well, what's the worst that can happen? Like they might rebound or Mm. we get a ball up and a stoppage inside the forward 50. Yeah, I think it was Tom Powell maybe, same as the week before, where he had a time where he looked like he was about to send that thing as far as he could. He stopped, put his eyes down and and tried to hit a target inside the forward 50. And it's just so good to see things like that now. I think my biggest – like yours was the kicking inside the 50 to a target. Mine was – just having players around the ball yeah. and link yeah. up play because we never seemed to have any numbers around the ball last year. And now we seem to be able to move the ball around with little handballs and, you know, get clean possession to then be able to kick it into the 50. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Um, Clarko on the sidelines. Oh, he's, How good was Clarko on the sidelines? He was so good, yeah. Uh, that, the, when he did holding the ball on the side. Oh, that was incredible. Loved it. Yeah, we had a good laugh at that. Absolutely yeah. loved it. 
you know, every goal celebration and that sort of stuff. I love that he's standing down on the sideline with the players down there as well. It yeah, just, yeah. that's It's culture changing. I don't know. It's I do like a ground level coach, to be yeah. honest, because you've got the assistants upstairs. They can easily. Well, we saw that in yeah. the further north thing. Did you watch yeah, that? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Because uh, it was really good to get a little bit of the insight with Clarko was on the boundary line, but he's communicating with uh, Brett Ratton up in the yeah. up the box all like, the time. It's literally like having two senior coaches. Yeah. Um, having Absolutely. someone like Brett Ratton there, mm. um, it's incredible because you've got that insight across both of them. And like the assistants, they can be upstairs. They don't need to be at ground level. No. It's good to have the gaffer downstairs. Yeah. Um, ground level, getting amongst the lads. Exactly right. But like even just celebrating with them when they score goals. On yeah. the sideline, he's like pointing at people. I yeah. don't know. You just... I could only imagine as a player how much more connected that would make you it feel. It would just be more fun. Yeah, absolutely. Like it, just makes, it just makes playing footy more enjoyable. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Uh, LD is a star. Oh, what an absolute star. He's and just it's so good it. yeah. getting like a da- um, Dermot Brereton and even Damien Barrett, even though Barrett's a North fan, right? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus Allegedly Christ. a North fan. Uh, but... Um, I don't know, just just media personnel. I think John O'Brien said a lot of good things about him as well, of just like finally getting him some recognition. Oh, like yeah. We saw this last year, all last year as oh, well. Oh, yeah, and he never but got any of that cred. Man, like what an absolute weapon out of the middle. Uh, 11 clearances. Yeah. Well, yeah, just just talk about him. Oh, he's just like- Tell, tell me what's in your heart. It's just <laughs> like the thing is, like the first thing that really stood out to me, I remember we went to the Sydney game last year. Mm. That was when I was like, okay, he's is a Is that cut. the one where Jaden Stevenson kicked it to Buddy? And yeah, that's right. And he just literally oh, yeah, and he just stood there. Yeah, yeah, just stood there with his um, back facing to him. So he kicked seven. But um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just remember seeing him in centre clearances. The ones that we did win, he would just move like butter. Yeah. Like he just is so smooth. Yeah. Um, his ability, he picks the ball up so clean. You see the yeah. one on the wing and he scooped the ball up one hand yeah. and just tucked it under his arm and off exactly. he goes. Exactly. That's the thing about him is like, for me, his movement stands out. Yeah. And he just seems to be a step ahead of everyone else. And he Absolutely. runs on top of the game. He is able to – he's just in complete control. Because, mm. like, a lot of players, especially some of the younger ones, while they have improved, they do seem like they sort of are quick to make a decision and quick to rush. You can sort of tell that he's got that process going on. Yeah. He can really think about it, take a step back and be like, hey, mm. I don't need to kick this as far as I can. Mm. I can do an overlap handball. I can kick on the lead. I can actually make a decision that's actually going to, you know – I think, end up maybe in a score involved. Yeah, Cunnington being in the middle with him would give him so much confidence, even for a little one-two, where he can get yeah. the ball feed to Cunnington. Cunnington is one of the, at the moment, one of the only guys who I think can really have good, clean, quick hands, yes. feed yeah. it back to him and get him going forward. And I think as well, um, it's good having those real like stocky, hard, nuggety players like Zerha and Cunnington. But yes. to have like a smooth, quick mover. Yeah, but a like big LDU. body as well when exactly. you can do that. Like yeah. that Cripps sort of build as well. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, oh, I've seen Cripps. Like when you see him up close, it's just amazing how someone so big can move so fast yeah. and be so agile. And Absolutely. LDU's really starting to get that. Mm. Um, so, I mean, look, he's very early on in his career. He's been around yeah. the, the block a bit too. Like it yeah. was his fourth or fifth year. Yeah, I and mean he's really just coming yeah. on now. But I mean, I relative. Care. Yeah, I mean, relative to some players, don't really bloom until like quite late sometimes. Oh, true. Um, yeah, but he has been in bad sides as well. It he would has. Be hard to, yeah, it's yeah. Ha- yeah. Maybe or maybe I just haven't had the chance to really notice him that much. But he's really yeah. just popped up. Like, um, yeah, in his fourth year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Zerha six clearances as well. So yeah. 
Yeah, 17 clearances yep. between Zerha, LDU. Cunnington also has six. Oh, yeah. Loving mm. um, Zerha in the middle, yeah. really. It's um, nice, isn't it? I hope yeah. uh, Port Adelaide down in Tassie. Uh, just, I'd like to see a little Zerha tag on a certain individual. Oh, no one in particular. No one in yeah. particular. I won't name the, yeah. the midfielder, but uh, that would be a It'll nice little It'll just be tag. a nice little icy introduction to Tassie, I reckon. <laughs> um, as cool as you like. Exactly right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's – I mean, look, because – his goal kicking will take care of itself. He can kick goals if he wants to. Yeah, absolutely. And if he, and if he gets himself in a position to. But he's just good on ball. Mm. Um, and I do like that Clark – and this is the thing I like about Clarko. He sort of sees what each individual player is good at mm. and where he can sort of use their skills. I think this is what he did at Hawthorne too, where you find like, – like a, like a Shields. Yeah. You know, maybe not the greatest footballer just in general. He's clean, but he knows where to play him to get the best out of him. Yeah, 100%. And I think, I think yeah. that's sort of the Kane Turner role this year. Yeah, um, yeah. Which we'll get, we'll get on to, but – um, yeah, he, he's very good at just finding the player's strengths and putting them in a position to capitalise on the strengths but not lose anything from the weakness. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, I said last year as well, uh, our centre clearances are fine. Either we were in the middle. If we got – and I said this oh, in yeah. the first or second podcast, the one before week one, if – if we got first use last year, we were good getting the ball out of the centre. Oh, we Everything were. else we were atrocious at. Yeah. We couldn't, like you said, we can't hit a, hit a, hit a mark on a lead. And our back line was very Awful. disorganised. Yeah, incredibly yeah. disorganised. Um, but we've always been pretty good at getting the ball out of the middle. So it's good to see that taking another step yeah. as yeah. well. Um, the she's man. Here we go. Unbelievable. The silky she's. Yeah. Um, as cool as you like. And, and the, um, the only other dot point here for him is obviously that toe poke. Um, uh, at the end of the game, the match, and it is the match awareness. Like it's such a small thing, and everyone's talking about it now. But genuinely, like at that moment of the game, I think there was something like it was a twenty-eight seconds or something uh, like that. Less or, than, oh, like twenty seconds, yeah, yeah, something around that. Just yeah. to be able to toe poke that ball away from the goal line. Yeah, that's absolutely. so smart because you think a second gamer would be worried that he's going to get tackled or he's under pressure, yeah. and your instinct would be to take that through the sticks. Yeah, and a lot of players like at that point in the game the score goes out the window yeah, and you just kind of go into player's instinct yeah. and you're just like, oh, I've got to rush this through. Yeah. But for someone like that match geez, awareness, yeah, yeah, to be able to be like in, with 20 seconds left, I've just got to get this as far away from the goal line as possible. Yeah. I mean, again, it could have well ended up in the hands of a Fremantle player, but um, yeah. he knows that like, you know, we're definitely going, not going to get mm. the four points if I rush it. So I just like that composure under pressure to be able to mm. make that decision. It was incredible, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, those little one percenters like that, it literally quite literally won them the game. Yeah. I thought I thought Sheezer was actually pretty quiet. And then all of a sudden I heard he had like twenty disposals to half time. There was like a bit, third, and I was like, yeah. I don't remember seeing him much. It's a bit of Sam Gibson about that, isn't there it? Was a yeah, it's just Sam like he just that. racks up twenty possessions and you're like, Where did he get Where the Where did ball? he get all that? That's exactly yeah. what it was like because I was saying to the person I was watching the game with, like, I haven't seen as much Sheezer this week, but he's his second game. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's got twenty and I'm like, yeah. Where when? Exactly, yeah. But but yeah, in the late in that yeah. game he he definitely came came yeah. into it a lot more, but yeah. A, cheeky, a cheeky 20 by me and that, not noticing him. And that's the thing. You don't necessarily have to be getting like lots of possessions in big moments like yeah. a Paddy Dangerfield or a Gary Ablett. There is a lot to be said about a player that gets a lot of possessions mm. unnoticed because yeah. think about all the score involvements. Think about the scoring chains, the good players that come from that. Yeah. If they didn't have him, 
and to move the ball that well, mm. who's going to who's going to uh, link up in that situation? Well, that was so, like Combin last yeah. week with his six score involvement. Or was exactly it eleven? Right. It was one or the other. It was quite good. It was That's good. a big disparity for yeah. me. I should probably check the stats, but he had a lot Either of way, score involvement yeah. last week, and it's good they're tracking that sort of like like an assist. Yeah, you know the players who can get that in there. Um, all right. Logue, big marks. I love. Yeah. I loved Griffin Logue this oh, game. He's fantastic. Yeah. And, and I said to you before. Imagine if we did not have him right now. Oh yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I mean, we don't have to imagine. We just have. We've got twenty twenty one. Really. I didn't want to bring it up. It's too soon. Yeah. It's too soon, and that's uh, still triggering me. Yeah. A little bit. Same. I've still got mega anxiety from that. Um, yeah, I just thought the defense was really, really solid. Griffin Logue standing up against his old team. He took some big marks. It started oh, yeah. off a tiny bit shaky, but you're back at home. I don't know. I would be nervous too. You're probably getting revved oh. up by the entire. Imagine the whole stadium yeah, in front of you. what 40,000 Dockers fans yeah, and absolutely two hundred of your supporters. Yeah. Really? Yeah, absolutely. And it's like he he was just cool, calm, and collected. But it was the defense in general. Um, and I'm going to point out here, my man Aiden Call. Um, have never been the biggest Aiden Core fan, but that was the best game I've seen him play. It oh, legitimately was. Yeah. I, I thought he was tidy. Bergman, who I did say maybe isn't up to the level last week. Yeah. I uh, think maybe I stand corrected on that. Look, our man Bergman was yeah, <laughs> he was he's genuinely impressed me. Yeah, um, he was really good. He oh, got hundred yeah. percent disposal efficiency on the Exactly nine. right. Yeah. That's that's unbelievable. Like, yeah, I thought he was a little bit 50-50 last week and there were some moments in crucial times where he didn't make the right decisions. Yeah. But that's a massive improvement. I thought he was really, really good. And he has um, a, how long has he been on the list for? Well, that last year was his first year. It was, yeah. So if he's only two years in, like yeah. he's got – you know he's got a lot of uh, development to go to, mm. and if he's if he's playing games like this now, it shows a lot of room for potential growth. The other as thing well. I did say uh, last night was uh, Miller Bergman's hair is exactly what yeah. Larky wishes his mullet was. Oh, 100%. percent. Yeah. Like, look, I love Nick Larky. I'd marry Nick yeah. Larky on the spot right now, but. <laughs> he's got the stringiest mullet I've ever seen. And yeah. when he sweats, it just looks a bit dead. It does, it doesn't does it? Look, it? It looks like sort of like a dead possum or something like oh, that. Oh, jeez, yeah. You know what I mean? But Miller Bergman's got such a thick head of hair. It does, yeah. It's, he's geez. a handsome man. It, now that you mention it, I'm like, like oh, I'm telling it you, does. Yeah. you watch out for that man's hair throughout 100%. the year because yep. Nick Larky is jealous of uh, Bergman's hair. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> Great hair chat. Uh, Zeeble. I thought Zeeble was really good. Yeah. I Zeeb- think Zeeble's been good last week and this week. Yeah. And I know a lot of people were calling for Zeeble not to play. I will stand by the fact I did say I want Zeeble in there. Um, but I thought he was really good. He competed on the ground yeah. well. Yeah. There, I, I, there was a couple of times one-on-one where he was closing in on a pack and the ball never gets marked when he's around. At least he at yeah. least brings it to ground. Oh, but yeah. I thought he was yeah. tidy and made good decisions in the back line. I was happy with him. Yeah, that's the thing about Zebel. The gap between his best and worst is very big. Mm. Um, but I think we see his best more often than not, though. You know I what I mean? So. Like, yeah. I don't remember too many bad Zebel games and it's hard in the last couple of years because – the team's been so average, it's so easy to be like, he's not up to it. He's not up yeah, to it now. Exactly, yeah. But he was, I don't know, I feel like all through those years, prelims and all that sort of stuff, the 2010s, he was pretty good every single game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know. Obviously a new role for him in a team that's a little bit better has even a hint of structure. And I think he's been pretty solid. Oh, yeah, mm. absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, Larky Mayhem. Larky Mayhem. Yeah, he's, he kicks it so well, doesn't he? He's just has he missed this year? Did he get up one behind against West Coast? Was it six one or six straight? Maybe six straight actually. Yeah, but yeah, he's just so accurate. He's and that's, so good. And you see yeah. when he kicked, uh, was his, maybe it was his third goal. I can't remember. But he's oh, the one where Curtis soccers it out of midair, and he's oh, just yeah. sat under it and marked it. Oh, it's um, just, yeah, that kick was so low. 
and he's just yeah. speared that it was thing a dart, through the goal. That one. It yeah, it was. He's a brilliant set shot at goal, and um, just like uh, you know, my Facebook page and yours throwing a little bit of banter around before uh, my bet with uh, Big Ant at work oh, yeah. is looking very juicy right it now. It is, yes. Um, yeah. I can't believe someone would ever tell me that uh, Oscar Allen is going to kick more goals this year than Nick Larky. And Larky's yeah, got ten in two games. That's so very solid. Yep. I did say to Big Ant at work uh, yesterday, you can cash out of the bet now, mate, if you want to. Yeah. But he stood his ground and then Larky went and kicked four. So we'll, I'll, oh. I'll get back to you guys next week and see, Incredible, what, he's, yeah. and see what he's thinking. But uh, I don't know. It's so nice to be able to, like you said, see him take a chess mark with someone kicking to him. But he's also drawing free kicks. He's stronger in the packs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he's agile as well. There's a couple of times where he's picking the ball up off the ground, just like Ben Brown used to do. Yes. He's yeah. got a bit of that about him. And he does. Brilliant brilliant set for, uh, set shot for God. I'd love to know his percentage. He's, oh, yeah. yeah. Conversion rate. Yeah, yeah, conversion rate. He's got a little bit of Petrie and Ben Brown about him. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Because Petrie was more of a contested Don't say mark. that to me, mate. Oh, he my was, God. He was more of a contested mark two. guy. He um, was. Dish, and Ben Brown is much better on the lead. He was. Uh, it's good to see that Larky at his best can do both. Mm. Um, so, again... I think just because he's not been in the best side lately, we haven't been able, or in his whole career. Yeah. We haven't had the chance to see that. So, mm. you know, once we start or hopefully starting to build some momentum. Absolutely. Um, it'll be good to see where he can go with that. I love Nick Larkey. I love a greasy Suv. Um, All right. Chipping around the back seems to work. Did now, I didn't notice yeah. this as much. In the first game, it was so prominent yesterday. Yes, just of that statement alone. Did you do you think they did that as much against West Coast? Oh, not a, not at all. No. Yeah, okay. I didn't know it was I just a me thing. The only time we ever really chipped around the back was to make a switch. Yeah, that was the only time I really saw that. But to see us actively doing that, usually I don't really like it. And how how accurate yeah. are all these little passes? Because because last year those were the ones that we just skew all over the place. Oh, 100%. percent. Our skills yeah. have always been down, but. Just yeah, chipping it around the back and being patient, getting a switch, and then linking up through the yeah. through the middle a, a couple of times as well as the wings. That's that's the biggest change I saw yeah. for the entire think, season so far. I think that's probably the biggest one because um, we're not holding it up in terms of patience in that way. We're sort letting of, them get set as well. Exactly right. We're shifting yeah. them left to right. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're it's right. in those quick active plays, sort of mm. really trying to make them and then taking those making those. Um, decisions under pressure. Yeah, waiting until something them. comes up as an option instead of just being like, oh, we've chipped exactly it a couple right. of times. Let's just and send if, this thing. And if it involves chipping around the back and making the other players move around a little bit, mm. um, then I would much rather that than just, again, kicking it 50 metres up the line. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, it's just making so many more better plays and it's making... It's just making for much more exciting footy. And I think it's, bring, it's bringing Sheezel or like like this Dacos role that people are talking about now. Our, our half's back's going to be the new yeah. midfielders. And I guess having a classy player like Sheezel on there, these little chips are getting him into the game to push from half back into midfield. Because yeah, yeah. when we had the ball sort of front of centre, you could see him sort of at the back of all the packs yeah. as well and sort of pushes in a little bit to see if he can interfere with the play. Yep. And I thought that, I don't know, these are just these little things that – is this what structure looks like? Yeah, exactly. It's, oh my god! It's just so weird seeing, or it's been such a long time since we've played structured football. Yeah, and 
it's in a way jarring, but also exciting. Should we build Clark Owl's statue now in Arden Street? Oh, at this point, it'd be rude not to, wouldn't it? I think so. Yeah. Paper mache, I don't care. Whatever gets it up quicker, yep. just chuck something of him at the club already. Absolutely. I love Clark o. Um Imagine what we can do when we play four quarters. Once again, we're yep. up by 22, and that was our biggest exactly, lead of the yeah. game, just like the week before against was West what? Coast. That was even more like, what, 35, 30, 35 yeah, points? 35 yeah. points. So, and they're young. Every young team deals with this, and I'm not too worried about it right now because – Almost like uh, my Gunners in the Premier League right now. Yeah. Um, championship teams find a way to win games. If yeah. anyone is a Premier League fan here, Arsenal have won a few games this year by the skin of their teeth. Um, not that North Melbourne's going to win, yeah. <laughs> going to win the Premiership or anything like that, but. It's just a sign of a better team that when it does get real gritty and tough, two weeks yeah. in a row, we've been able to hold on and stick it out yeah. whatever way possible. You can't always play beautiful football and just cruise to the end. And the fact that we can actually stick those games out now is massive because as we know, if that yeah. if we got in those positions last year, no chance. Oh, and like not even last year, I think previous years. I remember 2013 when we lost like seven games oh, yeah. by less than a goal. The fact was that, that the Lindsay Thomas yips days. One of them, yeah. It was one of those. Yeah, it was one of those I years. Love Lindsay, but um, yeah, it's just good to see us hold on to really close leads and be composed in those situations. Yeah, it just shows a, a great deal of maturity. And like you said, um, yeah, my pet peeve is when people talk about teams that win by less than a goal consistently yeah. and call them really lucky. And it's yeah. like, but at the end of the day, they're in front. Exactly. Uh, no, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, I absolutely agree. It's like with um, Collingwood last year. It's like, no, but like they're in a print. You don't win seven games by less than a goal without being mature enough and composed enough yeah. to hold on to those leads. Exactly. That's not lucky. That's, no, consi- I, that's I consistently agree. composure under pressure. I agree. And, and the, the amount of times that, um, the Freo could have got that ball through even for a point and we oh. held our nerve on the goal line. Yeah. hundred percent is, is unreal. Is absolutely unreal. Um, okay, here we go. Steve-O. Yes. Your man. Um, yeah. Uh, that is the perfect, maybe not perfect, but that is that is the Jaden Stevenson type game I oh, want. 100%. I don't want him up the ground. Yep. I know it sounds nice to have him in the midfield and it's good that he can get a couple of games that he was decent in, but that is what I want Jaden Stevenson to do. And that is what last week I said Jaden Stevenson needs to do. If you can yes. have 12 touches... You need to have two goals, two or three goals, 12 yeah. touches and just make something happen when you're in that forward line. That's what that's what he needs to do every week. Exactly right. Just having that m- more positive scoreboard impact, mm. even if you're only getting a few touches, if you're getting if you're getting on the board, that's good. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it's just Optus Stadium he likes playing there. He loves it. Yeah. We'll just we, only <laughs> play him at Optus Stadium. Every time <laughs> yeah, we play yeah. away, yeah. Just, he's, he'll just live there and then we'll just recruit him for yeah. those games. It's like when we play Richmond, we just swap the coach out for a week. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, Clarko, if you're listening, um, look, well, we know have Brett to Ratton's going to get a game. Exactly right. <laughs> Clarko's going to have He's out with you. Congratulate Brett Ratton <laughs> on his debut coaching at North Melbourne. Yeah, 100% record yeah. at North, and then we'll get Clarko back in. Exactly right. That'd be brilliant. Yeah, no, uh, good on Steve as well, because I, I was critical of him last week and we all were. Um, he's going to be like this, though. Yeah. But, you, you, yeah, you can't have him at his best if you can't deal with him at his worst, oh, I 100%. think. 100%. Without him making some sick BMX tricks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I don't know. I think he's, he's the icing on top, isn't he? And we he don't is. quite have the cake yet. Yeah. And it's like if we were pushing for the eight and he was sort of 50-50 every week, then he probably doesn't get in the side. But he's got too much talent yeah. and we're maybe – Still, be, we're too far down the ladder yeah. and still building for him not to play with that talent alone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. yeah, he earned his spot for next week 100%. And no, I'm actually happy he turned up. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, 
<laughs> my my other point here, it 100% was not over the line before the siren went. Yeah, no. Do I was... believe that? No. <laughs> Am I going to say that to everybody this week when I talk footy at the barbershop? Absolutely. 100%, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Guys, don't let anyone bring you down this week <laughs> because this is all we're going to cop and there's going to be something every single week. Every person who doesn't support North Melbourne is going to say, Fremantle oh. should have got the ball, right? But they, what they're gonna, what they're talking like is that we're gonna kick a goal and win the game. Oh, that yeah. was fifty meters out on the boundary line. At most, unless it's yeah. absolute, it's Dom Sheed levels of craziness. That that's a point at max. Yeah, right? exactly. And that's right. still a good yeah. result over in the West for us. Even though yeah. I would have been so upset. Oh, I would have been shattered. Yeah. Um, but you know. yeah, it's um, that's the thing. Like, and I know we were saying before, um, for recording, we were talking about how we like look at the press. Just talk about everything other than the fact that other we won fact away. We played well, yeah. 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 Um, and it's already happened. You see, footy on nine. Like yeah. Damien Barrett, of course. My, <laughs> I've got opinions about him. Um, <laughs> it was uh, Matthew Be more Lloyd. Biased, Damon. Yeah. You're a North fan, mate. Cut the bike. Oh, I know. It's just like just on, like at this point, Damo, just either come out and say you're a North supporter or just admit you're a closet Carlton fan. Like at this <laughs> point. If I had a dollar for every time I've heard you say something along the lines of Carlin's an exciting young team with A-listed talent, mm. I'd be a fucking millionaire. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, absolutely. Um, but it's just like, I don't know what it is. Like this is just sort of this, you could make a whole podcast about this really. Absolutely. Um, but there's a good, that's a good podcast yeah. idea for when we get belted one by but the cats or something this year. Every single time Actually, we- Actually, cats yeah. are in two, so maybe not. We'll belt them. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, but the thing is, it's just every single time- we do something big. It just seems like everyone tries to focus, or at least in the press, tries to focus on everything uh, yeah. other than us. Yeah, 100%. It's an individual moment like that. And I don't even think, I really don't even think this is a bias, like North Melbourne supporter thing. No, like, no. It's, it's been three three or four years of hearing nothing but negativity and the clubs on the down. And and not I'm not saying that's unjustified, oh, yeah. Yeah. but we saw the changes the club made before the season started. Yeah. And I don't know if I said this on the podcast last week or the week before, but I stupidly turned on footy classified. Um, I was busy doing one. literally anything else. Oh my God. I can't believe I did that. Listen to the waffle coming from Caro and Kane Corns, just slaughtering the club. Oh jeez, It's yeah. just unbelievable. And it's like, we come out against West coast and we do well. And then, Oh, look, Jesus was tight. West Coast, good fight back. Yeah. Like, what are you guys talking about? And now it's all going to be like, well, Fremantle should have got a free kick. It's like, doesn't mean they would have won. Exactly. You know and by I mean? their logic, they're saying we're terrible. Okay. By your logic, Fremantle lost to North Melbourne, who you say are terrible. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, by your logic, that's more an indictment on them. Yeah. I think we genuinely played well. And yeah, I we think did. Fremantle we is better than what we played yeah. better than we played against West Coast. 100% we did. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll get some credit eventually, guys. Stay strong. All right, two really, really quick ones here. Um, Simkin had 10 inside 50s. I think yep. Simkin's gone a little bit under the radar this year, but yes, he's been very, yeah. very good. That goal he kicked was class 100%. Too. That was yeah. A-grade Oh, yeah. The link-up handball from the wing and just a cut yeah. sort of in, in full stride and put that directly through the middle. It was just so good to see. It's that just was smooth. It was, wasn't it? He's silky smooth and Goldie's tackle. Yeah. I don't know the player's name. The guy looks like he had a spider on his head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he... Yeah, you you know it doesn't matter if you're 21 years old, you're not running around big goalie. Yeah. And I loved that. All right. A couple of negatives. We're not going to last too long on these, but we do have to mention some negatives. We'll do we'll do more quick fire on these. We were three goals up with four minutes to go. Yeah. Yeah. Now, 
there is a, maybe a certain individual, which we'll get to next, that may have been a big part to play in that. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know what? Let's just let's just get into it. Daniel yep. Howe. Oh, geez. It's, Daniel Howe. I was willing to give him a chance as any debut um, player. You yep. want to you want to see the best in them, and yep. you want to want them to. Yeah. I hope he wins yeah. the Brownlow Medal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, unfortunately, he just wasn't up to the standard. No. Um, the, uh, and I think he was directly involved in those three goals. Yeah. Uh, definitely two of them, if not all of them. Yeah. That got yeah. them back in the game. That one where he went to scoop the ball off the ground, left the ball, did it completely overran the ball. Yeah. And the guy scoops it up and snaps around the body for a goal. That's that's criminal. I think the other one was on Jaeger O'Meara where that's Jaeger right. O'Meara yeah. sort of the, the kick was 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 fumbled by or the, he didn't kick it very well, but it was lucky yeah. that O'Meara sort of yeah. turned at the right time. A bit stiff, but still you've got to stay on your man yep. better than that. Uh, and obviously capitalized yep. off all of those. So a rough one for Howe. Um but uh, I don't know. I don't want to be too critical, but we also need to say the truth and what we're all thinking mm, as yeah. North fans. And, yeah, an absolute shocker from him. Yeah, you hate to say it. Again, like I said, I really want them to succeed, but he's not doing himself any favours if he has performances like that. No, no. That was (laughs) – it was like one guy was just channeling 2022 North. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was just bringing all the – It's like he called David Noble for the game and said, mate, (laughs) we're (laughs) – Oh, God, Lord Noble. No. Yeah. um, Not – look – I don't want to see him in the team next week yeah. after that. Um, and we'll get to a certain individual that absolutely should be in the team. Yep. But, um, yeah, not good. No, no. Not good. Lucky it didn't affect the win. Yes. But yeah. it basically did. Yeah. You know I mean, I, it I'd, felt like it did yeah. anyway. I mean, I'd rather us learn now. Um, 100%. Yeah. Imagine if we walk away from that game three goal winners. Yeah. And, and the media can't make up, is it this, is it that? We just have to, they actually have to say we played well. Exactly. Yeah. We're not there yet, but we'll get there. Um, the fitness is lacking once again, sort yeah. of tying into all this as well. Not just it's not all yeah. Daniel Howe's fault, I think, but the fitness yeah. is lacking, and we're not quite playing four quarters yet. Yeah, and I think um, that's a thing as well. When you start off, match fitness isn't always there, especially for clubs that are developing. Young team, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. you find that in any rebuilding club. Absolutely, um, they'll just find you just find young bodies. They just tend to tie more. We look at the Hawks now as well. Exactly same right. Thing. Yeah, they'll have the exact same problems mm. we do. Even the D's when they were beginning their rebuild as True. well. Um, like teams will just kick away at the end, or if we're in front, teams will get back into it. So yeah, yeah it will take time to really uh, build that match fitness. But we're still getting the wins. Exactly right. As long as as long as the wins are coming and we are still putting in relatively good performances. Mm. I'm still happy with that. How many games do we want to win this year? This isn't a no, but this is just off the top of my head here. See, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we, we are still building and we've already won as many games as we did last season, yeah. right? which is unbelievable. But do we want to get like eight, nine wins and finish yeah. like 12th and well, get an average pick? Or do we want Do we want to yeah. – I'm not saying to tank because we want to be at an attractive destination. We want the players to be yeah. re-signing yeah. and we need to be competitive. And, I, and I, I want to win – of course I want to win every game. But realistically, apparently next year is a pretty deep draft. It is a very good draft, D- yes. And, and we want the talent as well. We Imagine another Sheezel. we got Wardlaw to come back in eventually. But like imagine exactly. another Sheezel type player yeah. that could be a defender or another forward to help yeah. Larky or something. Exactly. And I think that's the thing that we've got to think of a lot more long-term um, in terms of the number of games we want to win, I don't like to put a number on it because then no, it sets no. it, then it sets an expectation uh, mentally and psychologically mm. as well. Um, at least you know. In my personal life, yeah. I find that you know if I set a goal for that sort of thing, 
doesn't really work out and I kind of sort of set the bar. Okay, I'm going to do that and no more. Yeah. Um, it's it's a cheesy, like all the Premier League managers say it, like one week at a time. <laughs> one week but at really, time. one week at a time. Legitimately, um, no. no that, so, is, that is one of the most boring but true things to say yeah, in a like conference. Yeah, like when they talk about how far can they go, I'm just going to go realistically, I'd just like us to beat Hawthorne convincingly next week. Absolutely. Um, I'm Absolutely. not even thinking about like the rounds ahead. Um, yeah, I think I called it a percentage booster in the, yeah, in the group chat, yeah. which is very cocky and arrogant, but I'm yeah. going to stick by it. Um, again, like I said, um, <laughs> I just don't want us to be like peak 2015 North where we beat everyone above us and just lose to all the bottom four yeah. sides. So that's mm. my one concern. Yuck. So hopefully we're not like that anymore. No. Um, a really quick one. Charlie Combin um, yeah. struggled. Yeah. I, I like Charlie and... He could absolutely be yeah. my favourite player in this team. He always competes well. The dude was cooked in yeah. that last quarter. Absolutely I, yeah, yeah, I hate to see roasted. It. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. First off, thank you for the follow, Chom. Really appreciate it. Yes. Um, number one fan yes. of uh, Close um, to a Flag. No, we do appreciate it. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it was hard to say. It was hard to watch because um, yeah. I, again, um, notwithstanding the page and his support, um, I really do like him. And I think there is a lot to yeah. like about his game. He I looks think he, very athletic, doesn't he? Because yeah, the way he, he attacks some he does, of those marking yeah. contests, once he can get his hands on those and clunk those, watch out yeah. for that guy. I think he just had an off day. Um, I agree. I agree. Yeah. This isn't a this isn't a, a diss on Charlie Combin at all. This is literally just like I think he's had a he, he was really tired, he looked cooked, he struggled in that game. Yeah. But He's absolutely holding down his spot in the team. Oh, absolutely. He should be playing every week just to get that continuity because once yeah. it does click, uh, uh, him and Larky, the other thing people have been saying as well is Combin and Larky work well together because Combin's never in Larky's way. Yes. And that's yeah. why, ta- is it Tabiner? Was yeah. that their forward? That's why he got subbed mm. off. Yeah. Because those two forwards that were down there for Fremantle kept getting in their, each other's way in the same yeah. packs. Yep. And Chom doesn't do that. No, he doesn't. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. Once he starts hold, and now that he's starting to hold down his spot in the side consistently, yeah, he isn't going to have, especially you know when you're starting out early on, at least when you as a regular starting twenty two player, yeah, you're not going to have a good game every single time. No, absolutely um, not. Especially for yeah. a big man too, because it does take longer to come on. Exactly. You know, like yeah. picking up a ball off the ground and handballing for a midfielder is a lot easier than taking a big pack mark or yeah, kicking 100%. a bag of goals as yeah. a forward. You know, yeah. so yeah. Um, Paul Curtis got subbed off. I think just illness. Yeah, I think he felt um, a bit crook. The website what, yeah. did say injury, but I think I'm assuming they don't have a little illness badge no, to put yeah. up there. Um, that was that was bad because he looked really good. Um, he did. Yeah, he, he struck someone was, off, yeah. and, and then he stepped someone, and th- he he squared the ball to Stevenson who dropped a mark, and I was seeing the going. This passage of play is beautiful. Oh yeah, if it Steve wasn't dropped the mark. Yeah, yeah, if it wasn't, that was so devastating because yeah, it was just. I was, so I was standing good. at that yeah. point too. I got off the couch. I was like, no way he's going to yeah. mark it. And then he dropped it. Uh, but hopefully Curtis is back next week. Um, last two uh, negatives and then we're going to go on to some more fun. Uh, Turner. Kane Turner. Okay. Look. This is the one we've got a bit of division on here. We do. I am not saying Kane Turner should be dropped to Rezies. I just think, and I said this last week and I'm standing by it, he had his moments, the little flick. Yep. Um, to un- who was it? Davies Uniac. He flicked it to. Um, it was yeah. I think it was him. He, yeah. he tipped the ball in a contest, and we got it out on the break. And that's brilliant. Those little one percenters. He did lay some big tackles. Yeah. But we we can absolutely find a player that can do that and play offense. Yeah. And yeah, I do understand at this point with where our team is at, we maybe don't have that guy obviously on the list. I've got a couple of options I could name in that. Um, but before I do, 
counteract my point. Yeah. So again, like that's the thing because I've been, I still remember 2014 Kane Turner. Just throwing tackles. So didn't they say he's going to be the first 400 gamer or something? Yeah. Oh, sorry, 500 yeah, gamer because he was right. like 17 yeah. or 16 when he played. Yeah, um, when he was, you know, ta- like absolutely fathering Dyson Heppel um, <laughs> between English sacks. Um, but unbelievable. Yeah, it's um, – and then after that, you know, he just – I don't think there was a coach there after Brad Scott that really knew how to get the best out of him. There wasn't a coach there yeah. who knew how to play football. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. We, we oh. watched it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we watched yeah, 100%. it. 100%. Um, yeah, and that's the thing with Kane Turner. I think that there is a lot to like about him at his best. I think he's still trying to rediscover his best. There have been much more, not necessarily glimmers of it. Yeah. He And again, his tackling is absolutely insane. If he was a FIFA card, like <laughs> tackling would be 99. 99. I don't know about the rest of the stats. 99 tackling, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But do, you, do you think that he's... If our team was pushing for finals, yeah. is he in the team as he is now? Um, I mean, I was going to joke that he somehow finds his way into the team anyway. <laughs> um, um, well, he seems to keep doing it. He, he does, yeah. Um, because Do you know what I mean about the thing that like if he gets the ball on the wing and he's got to kick the ball yeah. forward, I don't have confidence. Yeah, he's going to turn it yeah. over, he's going to miss the target. And I just don't know if there's a spot in the game in 2023 for a guy who's just good defensively and tackling yeah. and pressure. But is he going to play in the back pocket tagging Michael Walters? No, yeah, he's that, not. Exactly. Is he going to play yeah. in the forward pocket instead of a, a Paul Curtis? Curtis Taylor, who was also great on the day. No. So you know what I mean? And if he's keeping a Will Phillips or even for me an Aaron Hall out of the team, I, I just don't. I know they're different players. Yeah. But mm. – <sighs> It's, yeah. It is yeah. interesting. I to know see. it's harsh yeah. because I, I'm not, I'm not 100 on this point because I, I, I think, I don't think he gets dropped. Even though I would probably change him to the sub, but I don't know. Do you know what I'm trying to say? No, I do know what you mean. Yeah, <sighs> um, that's a thing. Yeah, it's just you want to. Yeah, I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him succeed. Well, I want to um, see all the players succeed. Exactly. We've got to be honest with what they're producing right yeah. now and. He's coming up in big moments and defensively, and that's good. But yeah, what what if in a scenario he gets that ball instead mm. of Davies Uniac when he ran yeah. forward and kicked that goal? Well, uh, yeah, it's different, isn't it? Well, I think this is a big year for him just to show why he yeah. should be why he should be on the list, why he should be picked every single week. Mm. Um, because it seems like now people are, or at least Clarko's getting the at least starting to get the best out of him. Yeah, now it's just a matter of him building on that doing it more. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, look, I would say give him the year, give him the season to like sort of see how he goes. That's a lot of games. Yeah, it is a lot, of, a games. lot of games. <laughs> but okay. look, I've liked his development so far. Yeah. It's just a matter of time just to see whether he continues it. Shock to everybody, I'm not on the selection committee. So yeah. he's probably playing next week. Um, changes that we'd make to the 22. That's yeah. good for positives and negatives. Changes that we'd make to the 22. So well, the two yeah. I've got... Phillips needs to play instead of Howe. Yep. And I would bring Aaron Hall in for Kane Turner. Okay. I like Aaron Hall. I know people are off him, but I feel like Aaron Hall is in the same boat as Hugh Greenwood was in with a lot of people except for Tyler. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, Aaron Hall at his best, absolutely fantastic. What maybe? But we're yeah. a better team moving the ball around in the back yeah. now. Yeah. And, and how much does Sheasel give us off half back? Imagine yeah. if we have Sheasel and Hall both off half back. Yeah, now that you mention it when they're both firing. Yeah, maybe. Because we're, we're small yeah. solid down there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mm. guess, yeah, if you can. 
I mean, Kane Turner is a medical sub. I would put that, and that was the last point. Yeah. I would put Turner as the sub. I don't think Turner deserves to get dropped. Um, I would probably, I, I just want to see Phillips play because I feel like Phillips, he's not the same player as Kane Turner defensively, but I think he does more offensively that can counteract yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, we know how we feel about how after that one game and yeah, I don't know. Hall got 37 touches in the VFL or something like he's, that. And uh, yeah, doing with amazing. how our defense yeah. is looking right now, I just think he clicks in really, really well. And I, I don't hate more experience. Yeah. Oh, having so, those experienced players. Yeah. Is there any other changes you'd, you'd make? Uh, no, no, I think you've pretty much nailed it on the head. There. Do you, have I yeah. swayed you with the hall with Aaron Hall coming in? Yeah. Over Kane Turner? Now that I sort of look back and I think about or if how not Kane Turner, is there anyone else maybe that comes out of the team for Hall? Not at the moment. No. Hall is one of the... Because if Bergman yeah. didn't play that well last game, I would be saying that. Because yeah. I said that last week. I would change Hall for Bergman. Yeah. Um, and nah, I yeah. think... Look, I think Bergman's done enough as well. I think he has as well. well. Yeah. I think he has as well. Look at that. Look at our squad all deep. You yeah. know, they've there got too go. many players. Too yeah. many players. We never thought we'd we are, get here. We are massive. <laughs> we are massive. All right. This is what everyone's been waiting for. We're going to do Sean Atley Club Champ votes. Yes. There and then go. we're going to get onto the questions and the five-star reviews. Yep. So... Currently, this is what the leaderboard looks like after one round. Uh, last week, LDU, um, Sheasel and Larky got yep. the votes. Uh, Sheasel three, uh, Larky two, LDU one. Yep. Okay. So this week I'm giving LDU three. Yep. Three I, votes. He was yep. the best player on that on that field. Um, a slightly more controversial one, Griffin Lowe gets two votes for me. Yep. Now, and, 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 and Larky won. Okay. And the reason I say that is because I think she's is unlucky to not get a vote here, mm. but I love what Griffin Logue did. Once again, if we didn't have Griffin Logue in that back line, we don't win, especially yeah. with, uh, with Mackay down. Right. Yep. And my fears of Aiden core, even though he did play well. Yeah. Right. Griffin Logue going back to his old stomping ground in front of the fans who were booing him all game, taking some of those contested pack marks, being a, a a pivotal cog in that back line, which is weirdly working so well. Yeah. I'm giving him two votes. I, okay. I, I have yeah. to give him two. I just really want to give him two votes. Unless you can convince me otherwise. Because yeah. Larky definitely deserves more. I wish I could give all of them three, to yeah. be honest. But La- Larky, that's classic Larky, mate. Mm. He kicked six last week. Not yeah. good enough, mate. He only kicked four. <laughs> yeah. I want six every game. There you go. Um, well, that's it. I'm a little bit more generous. Um, yeah. I will, again, LDU for me, three votes. Uh, yeah, that, that has um, to be it. He's yeah. just a cut above, really. Yeah. Um, I would swap Logue and Suv. I just think four goals away from home. Again, four goals straight. I, I don't um, disagree. I don't I, disagree. I just think like that, the composure that he has in front of goal, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I do think Logue, um, while he's not necessarily a two-vote performance, I do think that he should be up in the top three just because of his ability yeah. to make those big pack marks up in full back. A couple of good punches away as well. Yeah. Yes, he kind of he knows because like some players just do it like they're uncontested and they just decide to punch the ball away and it's like there was no point doing that. No, I agree. Um, but he's composed and able to make the decision as to which one I'm going to do. Yeah, I think. Look, I think I'm giving him the two because it was his old team. Yep. And because Mackay's not there, I just know how pivotal he is. And our defense has gone from being an abomination last yeah. year to being looking like it's pretty okay. Yeah. It's, it's on it's on the way back. Yeah, it's on the way back. I'm not saying it looks great, but I'm saying it's I'm I'm not I'm I'm not just vomiting everywhere when it's going yeah. in the back line. Yeah. I'm just trying to watch that. Yeah, okay. So updated leaderboard. LDU four, Sheasel three, Larky three, and Logue two. Yep. 
All right. It's getting hot and contested. There we go. Unbelievable. The sh- and shout out to Sean Atley. Yep. Oh, we well. love Sean. I did, ta- I did tag Sean Atley when I posted up the votes as uh, well. Yep. So I'm still yep. waiting for you to get back to me, Sean, but that's cool, mate. No stress. All right. Viewer questions. We have a lot too. So we're going to do this as quick as we can. But thank you so much, guys, for uh, writing in. I posted on the Facebook page and I posted on the Instagram, um, Further North Pod and Further North Podcast on Facebook. Um, and heaps of you guys wrote in. There's a lot about LDU on here, so we're going to try and combine a few of these, but I'm yep. going to read them out. So uh, and I butchered some names last week. There was yeah. one name, I can't remember what it was, but I butchered it last week. Paul uh, Minotti. Paul Minotti. How good was Sheasel again last night? We have a system and a structure. Keep up the good work, Josh. I'm enjoying your podcast. Thank you heaps, Paul. Um, and yeah, I think Sheezer was great last night, even though I did find him a little bit, you know, not anonymous, yeah. but like he was just kind of cruising around and yeah. I didn't notice him. But yeah, as soon as I was made aware of how many touches yeah. he had. Yeah, getting very, Gib- very Gibson-esque. <laughs> very Gibson-esque. Um, Stephen James, this is Clarko bringing basketball-style coaching to the AFL. He really is loving the fo- uh, his footy again. That was an interesting one when I read that one because yeah. it is kind of basketball-like with how quickly we're stringing passes together, running up the it wing is, and just yeah. being able to move through teams instead of yeah. push Ma- them back Maybe we need to recruit Scott Pendlebury. I don't know. I've heard he has a basketball well, background. Well, has a basketball background. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, thank you, Stephen, for that. Uh, we've got Benny Dale. LDU has announced himself. She's on the goal line. Such a cool, calm head. Uh, Common's work rate, not huge on the on the stat sheet, but he's giving it 110% yep. and his time will come. And yep. I agree with all of that. Absolutely, yeah. LDU announced himself. Um, the media's talking about him now. She's on the goal line. Cool, calm, we talked about. And yeah, Common's work rate, 100%. Benny's spot on there. Um, Andrew Blakes, let's talk about how accurate Larky is on goal. His set shot is very reliable. Yep, absolutely. And you talked about that yeah. one too already. Um, yeah, fantastic. North have always had good... Forwards as yeah. well when it comes yeah. to set shot accuracy. We may not necessarily be like having lots of shots on goal, like, yeah. but compared to like a Buddy Franklin, he will kick like maybe, you know, six goals four. Yeah. Whereas a Larky or, you know, when we had Ben Brown, yeah. it would be six goals straight. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Not as many opportunities, but we really take advantage of them. Absolutely. Uh, we've got Mitchell By. Our effort was absolutely outstanding. I cannot remember the last time we sustained that sort of pressure. Yes. Yeah, 100%. My God, Sheasel is, is someone very special. Maybe controversial, but I think Steve-O is showing signs of becoming yep. what he promised to be Absolutely. early on. Yeah. Really want to persist with him and build his confidence. Clarko is a genius. Yep. 100% yep. agree with that. Yep. We did touch on Steve-O before, um, but yeah, could not agree more with that. We've got Paul uh, Broadbent. Aiden Core cannot underestimate his contribution. Haven't always been impressed, but was yesterday. Paul, that we're is on the same wavelength. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Legitimately on the same wavelength. I've said I've said Aiden Core is not my favorite player. I thought he was really poor last year. But no, I think he had a really, really good game. Um, Christopher Moore, LDU freak. That's all you need yeah, to say. Exactly. Not much about that. Yep. An absolute weapon. Justin Smith was how a bad selection. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. How was defending Omira and gave up an easy mark, which Omira then gold. He was in the goal square and attended uh, attempted a double-fisted spoil and barely made contact. Um, that led to the, yeah. uh, the Brennan Cox goal. That is true. That's the yeah. one I forgot. Yes. It is just that decision-making. That yeah. is just what separates him yeah. as a reserves player from yeah. an AFL player. Absolutely. Um, and the last one on Facebook was... Uh, Shannon Standring, 
LDU and Shizu are beasts. My partner, Tatiana, very nice name, has never been uh, really been into footy. That game was on her birthday, unbelievable game, and the first live game she has ever been to. She had the time of her life uh, and definitely a North Melbourne fan for life. Unbelievable. Got another one on board. She was thoroughly impressed by the boys, in particular Nick Larkey. Well, someone else loves a dirty soup as well. Exactly right. As soon as we got home, she instantly watched. Uh, went to watch the replay. <laughs> I watched there the, go. the yeah. game mini this morning That's as well. really good. That's very wholesome actually. Yeah. Unbelievable. Good to, good to get your partner into the footy. Um, hopefully you've got her in a North Melbourne jumper as well. Um, get her merged yeah. up. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, we need all the fans we can get. 100%. Did you have something to read out Read out quickly? Um, no, not for me. No, okay. Um, yeah. Um, no, it's all right. I've got uh, some Instagram ones here as well. Now, Instagram handles are much more difficult to say than people's uh, Facebook names, so we'll see how we go here. Uh, we've got Brighton underscore uh, Islas. Exceptional grit and um, perseverance. Khan the mighty ruse. Could not agree more. Uh, we've got a fan favourite here, Reese Delaney87, who did send me a fantastic video uh, at Optus Stadium of everybody singing and um, singing the song out in the halls oh, there. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Um, Optus Stadium Ruse fans were out in force and you were one of them, mate. i got to um, say, like, given they were thoroughly outnumbered, yeah. it was so good seeing them get around the song and then the players after the game. Also a shout out, we sent out a few um, of the posters. So we had the North Coast store flag, the wet toast ones. Yes. We sent out the PDF to a few people who were at the game mm. that just said North Coast or flag, then flag mantle. And um, people were parading them around, which we absolutely love to see. Yeah. Again, Dan and Tassie, if we can do exactly the same thing, any Tassie listeners that will be there in Launceston, please reach out to North Melbourne closer to a flag. We'll do yeah. the exact same thing. But honestly, credit to the fans. Made a lot of noise for the numbers that we had down there. Mm. So phenomenal. No, for sure. Uh, we've got Jared Andrew. Love seeing Clarko actually getting amongst the game and not sitting silently in the box. Yep. Absolutely. Exactly. That like, whole, when he did holding the yep. ball on the sideline. Yep. Mate, I, love I do him. love a ground level coach. Absolutely. Um, Con's ghost. Nearly. <laughs> this was a good one. I read this one before. Uh, nearly crashed the girlfriend's car listening on the radio. <laughs> she wasn't happy. Worth it. Don't operate a moving vehicle when you listen to North <laughs> Melbourne. North Melbourne games. No, 100% worth it. The cars, the cars are right off anyway, but North Melbourne are not. Um, Max underscore BD23, probably the best game of footy we've played in the last three years. What do you think about that? I think so. You reckon? Genuinely, yeah. Mm, what about the I, – I can't really remember exactly how we played against Richmond, but that's the only one that maybe would be up there Maybe for the Carlton game in 2021 when Suve oh, yeah. fathered the back line there. Yeah, he yeah. loves fathering a back line. He does, Swans yeah. and the Blues. Yeah, exactly yourselves. right. Well, and the, and yeah. the Eagles, as we know. Yep, true. Um, last couple here. Um Lockie's 80 underscore series. LDU Brownlow. That's all you got to say. Yep. I'd give it to him now personally. Yeah, uh, I think stop we could just shut the count off. At that point, yep. Um, what a waste of time and pencils to mark the uh, the paper down with a 3 2 1. Exactly right. Blake's underscore family underscore adventures. That sounds like a good YouTube channel. There we go. Amazing effort. Midfield is elite. And we touched on this before. Yep. I yep. love our midfield. Yep. It's deep now too. And when, uh, when Wardlaw comes in, that's going to be great. Um, Sam Miller. A client of mine at the barbershop, actually. When are you going to come in, mate? Your hair must be looking awful by now. <laughs> anyway, uh, Turner, <laughs> Turner is hard uh, and how is a dud. <laughs> very strong, uh, very strongly I, opinionated yeah. there. But yes, how how was a dud in that game? Yep. Um, how redemption against the Hawks next week? He'll get 35 and three votes, I assume. Oh, geez, that's optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> and last one, 
Uh, Stephen Chilton. Um, Turner, Greenwood, uh, different players playing under Clarko. Logue is a huge get. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think I did have another another one in here that I was meant to read out as well. That's it, yes. Paul Roberts, who, who uh, messaged me a few days ago. Um, he says, hey, Josh, Roos supporter over in WA. Stumbled across your podcast. Fantastic listen, great content and conversation and engaging to the listeners. Thank you so much, Paul. Um, hope it goes well for you this season. Question for your next episode. Um, and this will be interesting, actually. Look, this was before the Taron Thomas uh, stuff came out this week. Yes. Yeah, so, But course. I think it's an interesting question, regardless of Taron Thomas or a different player. Question for your next episode. If Thomas comes back into the team soon, will that unlock Sheasel moving into the forward line? Uh, I think Clarkson wants an A-grade distributor down back, and I believe Thomas in the, in the back line... Uh, uh, Thomas can be in the back line to play half back this year. Um, yeah, like I, I think that's actually kind of true. Like if we did get Thomas back or an Aaron Hall, we know maybe not quite as good as those players, but comes back in, does Sheasel hold his spot in the back line? Yeah. I think he kind of does. I think now. he does. Yeah. Um, I think if he is so, – like that's the thing. Like I guess if he was only playing there as a replacement, mm. then that's fine. But the thing is just so effective. Yeah, like, true. When, when you just – when you're like one of the main ball getters or the – the biggest ball getter on the ground on mm. the day, like really you have to keep him on in yeah. that. Like he's taking his he's taking his spot there. Yeah. Yeah. If if Thomas does get back, and I think it's gonna be a while, I don't think he yeah. I don't think he's gonna be playing at least the first half of the season. And obviously, depending on how court cases and things go, maybe not ever again. Exactly. For North Melbourne yep. anyway. Which I really want to see him back. I know you know, I, I'm not a believer in writing somebody off. We all make mistakes. And let, yes, it was a harsh a harsh one and something that you should never, ever do and I hope he learns from. But I hope that he can move past that, learn from his mistakes and get back on the field because he's, he's A-grade talent if he can. Mm. Um, but I don't know. Do you think Shizu is now just permanently half back or if a guy like that comes back? I think he is. Yeah. I, I really think he is. Um, like I said, he's just played too well to mm. go off no, I that agree. position. Yeah. Really quickly, um, I did ask last week for people to leave five-star reviews on Apple. Thank you for all the guys who left five-star reviews on Spotify. Unfortunately, you can't write anything when you do that. Um, but on Apple, I've just got a few to read out and then we can get into a little Hawks preview um, from uh, Ruse Rule. Five stars. Thank you so much. Well done, Josh. The new podcast is great. Love hearing your take and insight into how uh, the North are going. Looking forward to the next episode. Go Roos. Thank you so much, mate. Or as you can say, up the room. Up the room. Absolutely. We've got Roo Boy 1982 an experienced veteran in the Roos game before my time. Great find. Love the content and great conversation. Make being a Roos fan optimistic once again. And that's what we want to do. Exactly. That's Optimi- what your page op- wants yep. to We're do op- as well. Like the, like the page title yeah. says or subtitle, optimistic about the future. Absolutely. Uh, Terrence07, all the best, Josh. Off to a great start. Thank you so much. Uh, QLD Roo, nice start, Josh, with a thumbs up. And that's all the reviews. Yep, so thank lovely. you so much, guys, for doing that. Very and good. if you uh, if you do want to leave another review on Apple, write something down and I'll read it out. But thank you so much for the love already. We're only, what, five episodes in and people seem to like me talking about North Melbourne. So yeah, that good. is uh, very, very strange. All right. Hawks preview. Yes. The um, old percentage booster down yes. in Launceston. Yeah. Give me your thoughts. How do you feel right now? The Hawks uh, yep. The Hawks got belted, I think, today. Let me just double-check yeah, the score. 81 points, I believe. 
Was it really? How are yeah. you feeling about uh, about next week down in my my stomping ground? Oh, I grew there up we go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Everyone um, get down. Is it called Utah Stadium? Yeah, it's University of Tasmania. What was it called? Yeah. York Park back in my yeah, day. It was Aurora Stadium. There was um, Aurora Stadium yeah. there for a bit. Yep. Let's not talk about what happened in 2012. Um, 13. Th- oh, jeez. <laughs> I was sitting in the pocket oh, for his no. 13th as well. Oh. It was pouring with rain. Yeah, that's right. And I was sitting in the four pocket right in front of where he kicked it as yeah. well. I had footy that day um, and I remember at half. Oh, no, quarter time we were in it. And then by the end of the game, I just see we're down by 100. That was regrettable. But anyway, um, <laughs> back to hopefully what will be a more successful yes. day. Um, we Yeah, look, I would really like us to – capitalise on, I guess, where Hawthorne are yeah. and really use this as a percentage booster. We need booster. a bit of a statement win, I think. Exactly. if we can go in this week, well, you know what? If we go in this week and say we did it by 35, 40 yeah. points, the media will be like, Hawthorne aren't good though. Yeah. We you know just need, I mean? need, to, we need to twist the knife. How many yeah. points does it have to be for for, Cl- <laughs> for Kane Corns and Caro to say something good? Um, I would I would always say not enough. Um, <laughs> but... We have to go 23 and 0. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's the only um, way. Yeah, but really I think, yeah, it would have to be like a 50, 60 point win. Um, yeah. If for people to really notice. Yeah. Um, but like I just alluded to before, the one thing I'm always nervous about being a North fan is just we struggle against teams that are struggling. I know. I know so, I went in cocky there saying a percentage booster, but I yeah. really I am nervous as well. And I'm, yeah. this is going to happen every uh, every game this exactly. year. Exactly. I think because this is the first game we've really gone into Being where people expect us to win. Because yep. we were slight favourites against West Coast, but it was 50-50. Yeah. So this is the first game where we're going in and people are like, they They've should win the game. seen what we can do as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, realistically, yeah, this is the first time in a long time. And for a lot of these players, the first time ever – They've had the expectation of you have to win. You will win today. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah, that's, actually, that's a, different, a great point, actually. Yeah. That's a different expectation because when you play against a team that is better than you, you have nothing to lose. Correct. You play so you play out of your skin almost because you know that the other people are better than you and mm. have to work harder. Because that's where the complacency yeah. can set in, I guess. It is 100%. Like Carlton yeah. when they went to play Adelaide last year, they just had to win it to make the finals and they went yeah. in there going, we'll win, we'll, we'll beat these guys. Exactly right, yeah. I can't imagine them doing that after the last no. few years. You yeah. wouldn't think so. And if there's any game Clarko's getting up for, it's this It's the one. Hawks. I was going to yeah. ask you, what, what, is, what will Clarko do to these guys after the game if we lose, do you reckon? Oh, jeez, I do not know. He's not going to be happy with that. Have we ever seen 22 players dropped? Oh, jeez. <laughs> just bring, just, just swap the twos. Just the VFL yeah. team again for Good Friday. <laughs> just see Blake Jury make his debut. Abs- oh, absolutely. About time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Clarko's really going to want to win this one. Yep. And I, I, I've been talking to a couple of people this week uh, about this and everyone's been saying, yeah, but the Hawks play uh, down in Launceston really well. They play that wider field really well. Well, who was the coach when they played it really well? Alistair yeah. Clarkson was the coach. Yeah. So that can cancel that out. Surely Clarko's got enough knowledge of this team and Sam Mitchell as a coach. I mean, he taught Sam Mitchell everything. Exactly. Yeah. There's, surely there's nothing Sam Mitchell knows that Clarko doesn't. Exactly you right. Would, you would think. You'd, you'd hope so. Yeah. Prediction then? Um, look, I am going to say... I'm going to say North by 35. 35. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say it's a big percentage booster just yet. No. I don't like to predict extremes um, just because mm. I've always been a little bit more on the conservative side. I think we will be in control the whole day. It, look, we were for three and a half quarters against Fremantle who are a yeah. much better side. We we absolutely were. So, But now our game style, chipping it around the back and linking up a lot more, which is not uncommon for every other team, but – 
it's out on display now. Yeah. But do I think the Hawks can counteract that in a week? No. Yeah. Um, and does Clarkson know that if I can sit here and say that's going to happen, Clarko knows. Yeah. Right. I'll, I'll say 23 points. 23-point okay. win. Yeah. I think maybe the Hawks will improve and be a little bit more up for it because Norse may be slightly weaker Yeah. Um, than – or who do they – well, Essendon. Well, I guess I, I'd actually probably put us on par with Essendon even though they've looked very good this year. Um, and who do they play today? Sydney. Sydney are better. I don't know. I think they'll do – I think they'll have their best performance of the year, but I don't think it'll be enough. And, yeah, I'll say 23 yeah. points. Yep. Um, I've had a lot of good and bad memories down at um, – down in Launceston. Yes. Um, even watching Eddie Sainsbury on the wing uh, and down in the forward pocket, yeah. kick a couple of snags. Matt Campbell, I got his signature. Oh, Flash. Yeah. yeah. There was uh, there, there was a signing. It said North Melbourne players signing uh, Guernseys before the game. So I went, this was like in 2007 or eight or something like yeah, that. Right. And me and my mate Jake Edmonds went down there and got him signed and I got Matt Campbell and Ben Spate's signature. Oh, I love jersey. it. Ben Spate. <laughs> yeah. And Ed Lower, and Ed Lower. Oh, Ed Lower, yes. Yep, yep. Clearly they put the uh, the scrubs yes. out. I actually thought Matt Campbell was good as well. Yeah, I yeah. I can't believe he didn't he was, master the club longer. He was a baller. He was electric, yeah. yeah. Well, that's enough Matt Campbell chat. Um, yeah. Get down to Launceston if you're down there, guys. All my Tasmanian listeners, uh, all my, my, uh, my brethren down there, please go and support the lads and uh, – we want some uh, we want some wet toast signs and things like that yes, down there. Absolutely. If anyone wants to dress up as Jason Norman Francis down there, please do. Yep. Um, Protests against ice baths are appreciated. Absolutely. I mean, who wants to recover anyway? Um, I guess that's really it. Anything else about that Hawks game? Um, you, no. You, you want to sort of comment all, on? I mean, all I would say is, yeah, atmosphere at the games. Yep. If you can get down and really just bring a good atmosphere, we found it in Bay Twenty Nine. It looked fantastic, at least from the few North supporters that made the trip over or are yep. in Perth. Fantastic. So get out there, make some noise. If you mm. want to sign, please reach out to us. And yes. yeah, hopefully we have a good day. North Melbourne close to a flag on Facebook. Or if you uh, want to message my page, I will send you the links to their page as well. And we can all uh, communicate together and get you all, all that sweet, sweet merch. Um, good Friday. You want to talk about that a little yep. bit and the plans The plans yep. for that? I know we touched on it at the start, yeah. but um, let's hit it again. Yeah, like I said, um, good Friday. Uh, we're still waiting for the club. We really want to make this as big as possible as we can. It's our fixture, Good Friday, yep. and we need everyone, we need all North fans to turn up. Yeah, doesn't matter if we win or we lose by 100. We've got to be there. We've got to show that we want to turn up for our big fixture of the year. This is the one that we've been pushing for for such a long time. Correct. So, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, as long as whether or not the players deliver, that's up to them. Yeah. We can have fun in the stands. Let's deliver in the stands. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm hopefully at that one too. Uh, I don't think our barbershop's open Good Friday. Yep, there we go. <laughs> so, <clears throat> sorry. So I think um, I, I think I'll be down there. I want to be in Bay 29 and I'll get down there with you boys. Um, yeah, everyone get along because we want to get more stuff on Fox footy. Yes, so, absolutely. Yep. Um, and what we want to do this game, uh, Nick, Nick Larkey kicks a goal and we're going to we, – I want to start the, the Sue. Oh, uh, yeah, the Ronaldo the Sue. Ronaldo Sue. Yep. Nick Larkey kicks a goal. I'm telling you right now, I'm running down that aisle and I'm going to sue and I want everyone yelling sue. All right. Sounds good. We're going to normalize that. All right. And that's going to be a thing. Every time Nick Luggy kicks a goal, someone's got to do it. I don't care yep. who it is out there, but do it. Yep. We'll, wind, we'll wind you up for it. We're, we're, we're huge. This oh, is we're, what people need exactly. to understand. Exactly. We're massive. Yeah. We're massive. We're the biggest club in the land. Yep. And uh, if we can get TikTok famous, who 100%. knows? Yeah. All the kids will be doing, all the Gen Zers are going to love North. Exactly right. 
it, get the kids on it in the bar at the barber shop. Um, everyone's a Richmond supporter who's yeah. like twelve and under. Yeah, this is the time to make a generation of North fans. Oh, absolutely! And yeah. if that happens, it's all it's all up to you. Exactly right. You'll get the credit for it. Lovely. All right. Anything else you want to touch on? No, I think that's all. That's so, a longer podcast. Another. I'm assuming it's an hour or so. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, about that. Yeah. Um, hopefully, some good banter and chats in there. But thank you for listening again, guys. Um, five star reviews if you can leave on Apple or Spotify. I'll read out your comments. Thank you for engaging with the Facebook page. I love when you guys send me messages. I got like yeah. five or six messages after the game, just saying how good was that. Um, it's nice creating a little community of North fans along with uh, close to a flag guys and and the podcast I've made, and we're all sort of banding together and doing that. Yep, um, absolutely. Coming together and having a laugh, uh, throwing around some banter at times when they were a bit tough, but we all know we're moving in the right direction now yep. and that's just going to unify everybody as we go forward. So keep on doing anything. North Melbourne, close to a flag. Um, I've got all my pages up there. Follow all of it and engage with us. We'll see you in Bay 29 for Good Friday. Yep. And uh, is Harry Mackay and Ben Mackay going to play on each other? Do you think they put Ben back oh, in for this game? You'd hope so. I'm not optimistic though. I, d- I don't know if I want Ben to come back yeah. like his first game back to be against Harry. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you listened to their podcast, the Ben I, and Harry I, I need to, yeah. I've listened to the first couple of episodes. It's actually really good. It's classic okay. brother banter. Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't want to listen to it if Harry gets the better of Ben if it's his first game back. Oh, but he'll, yeah. he'll serve him up yeah. one as well on that podcast. So. Aiden Cole will lock him up, don't worry. Or Daniel Howe will get the job on oh, Harry Mackay, so that'll be fun. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, thank, thank you, Rashawn. Admin 3, yes. sorry. I didn't want to use that's your a, other that, alias. No, that, that's all right. Um, yeah, thank you so much, guys. We'll hear from you soon. Go Roos. Up the room. Thanks for listening to the Further North Podcast. We'll be back next week with more great North chat. See you then, Roos fans.